So the creation of culture imparting DNA. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a crucial question, particularly in a vineyard movement that is values-driven. You know what I mean? It's like um, there are so many different types of rhythms of church that practice inherited rhythms, but there's something about vineyard that, that feels different. It comes sideways at the culture. It's what we loved about it. And so we've, we, we've worked really hard at trying to find the way to get people not just to understand, but actually begin to bring their life into alignment with some of the DNA we're trying to bring. In Canterbury, our, 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 our DNA is fairly counter-contextual. I put it that way, rather than cultural. It's, it's uh, our tagline down there is religion sucks. And in a city like Canterbury, that, well, that, that, that cuts sideways at some of the stuff. And so, so being able to figure out how to do this has become important to us because we want to make sure that people get that and are practicing that and fleshing that out into the ways they do church. So some of the things we've tripped on are not rocket science we have uh, observed that it is basically consistency, consistency, consistency. Drip, drip, drip. That's something we learned from John and Debbie. Uh, just watching how every offering time, there's a welcome script that goes through. Well, you know, we've done that. We've, we've simply, every service, ensured that certain things get imparted, get repeated. But what's key to that is we've tried to do it with catchphrases. Just, again, it's not rocket science, but just trying very simply to boil down some of the DNA, to boil down some of the culture, to make it bite-sized pieces, and then repetitively inject this into people's consciousness. Now, that, that's, that's the easy bit. That's the first bit. They become aware of DNA with those types of things. Um, it's not going to be practiced. It's not going to be a recalibrating experience for people if we don't then do the second thing. And this is something that I've... I've encountered leading a church that I didn't encounter being on staff at a church is that actually we need to think about the ramifications of our catchphrases. So we have DNA, certain things we value, core values, core priorities, core convictions. But those lead to our lifestyle looking different in, in ways we never foresaw. You know, so, so for instance, religion sucks is a statement about the gospel of grace and the gospel of justification. And so we started to understand that the way we do discipleship, the way we do leadership development, the way we do challenging and confrontation, all are radically altered by the DNA of Religion Sucks. So we can repetitively drip, drip, drip Religion Sucks into our community's life. But if we aren't then living with integrity and seeing our systems and structures transformed by that tagline or that core priority, well, then the, 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 the words are empty. And for our gener generation in, particularly, that's, in particular, that's, that's death because that looks like inauthenticity, doesn't it? So it's really the marriage of those two things, consistent, constant repetition of what matters. What is the phrase? What you celebrate, you reproduce. But the second thing is do the hard work of working it out into your systems, working it out into the structures and your approaches to the way you do church, at the most basic levels, and there'll be an integrity that takes that the next level, actually into people's DNA itself.